Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Monday, May 8th, 2023, and this is episode 394 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And it's another Coffee with Brian, Monday morning, Monday, Monday morning. How is everyone doing? Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Josh. Robin out checking on the ducks that she might have hatching this week. Uh, looking like Friday, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. She might have some duds that her uh, her hen is sitting on. And uh, old Pippin is in first thing this morning, 510 this morning. Hey, Plugsy. Plugsy, Ryan says, squeak, squeak. Plugsy says, hello, Ryan. Good morning. And uh, that would be a phenomenal shirt. I think you should do that. Speaking of rubber ducks, I, uh, I've been seeing, uh, seeing tons of them uh, around here. So I think it's one of those things that, you know, when you, uh, you buy a car and all of a sudden you're looking around and you see a hundred of the cars you bought, but you didn't, uh, you didn't see any of them before. But I think it's just because now you're looking for them. Now you're, uh, you're trying to spot them. But I always had that thing where um, until I was looking for a specific car, I was like, eh, there's not that many of them out there. But then once you, uh, once you focus on that make, model, and color, it's there. So starting to look for uh, Jeeps and uh, Ducks and things like that has really really uh maybe see how many there are actually out there and never noticed really the ducks in the dashboard and now uh, oh yeah now i see them i see them for sure uh what's in the cup this morning this morning i am finishing off that bag of um experimental light ethiopian and peruvian it's great it was great all week uh that's about my timeline on um on a pound of coffee depending on if i have two French presses, how many second French presses I have um, each day of the week. I have a certain number allocated for the month with my uh, coffee ration that I get. Yeah, I actually measure it every day and um, calculate how many French presses I get a month. And then I uh, build in a little buffer for um, emergencies or lost shipments in the mail, things like that. And uh, yeah, ran short. Uh, Ran short while we were down in Texas at one point, and Josh uh, saved me. Josh saved me with a with a bonus pound he had sitting around. Oh, man, that uh, that stuff's been good this week. That stuff's been good. Um, scrambling should try to possibly think of uh, think of that for uh, something to put on the on the roster over there on the roster. But I know he's got the notes down and. Um, yeah, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen for sure. So big announcements tonight. I have, um, <laughs> he saved us all. Josh saved everybody from uh, me having, um, me having a complete meltdown on the show, having to drink Folgers or something that, that could be interesting. I could do taste tests of, um, taste tests of like Folgers, Maxwell house, um, chock full of nuts, um, instant crystals, things like that. Something to that effect. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, 
<laughs> Josh says, got to have that backup for you. And Brian needs a PTO blend since, uh, since I've, I've uh, mistakenly named as FTO PTO. <laughs> Backwoods wants me to do it. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I can do that for a uh, a video series for TikTok or something. Tasting, uh, taste, taste testing uh, Folgers versus Maxwell House and um, things like that. <laughs> Josh, Josh says, if I had to drink Folgers, it would have been forty five minutes of me spinning all over the camera and cussing. That would have been a fantastic show. It would have been a fantastic show for sure. Actually, it would have probably been me having uh, gag reflexes from the acid bouncing off my stomach. That's the last time I attempted to buy a coffee at a gas station, um, and I drank it. I could feel. I could. It felt like green acid bubbling up my throat. And I was like, "Oh my god, he is, he is on the money with the acid difference in the air roasted versus other." So, oh, so that was, um, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, let's uh, let's roll into that perfect cup question of the day, and then we will um, reveal the patch of the week winner. And then get on with the show. All right, everyone. It's time for the 71st edition of The Perfect Cup. A daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash lots chat. Every day I ask a question of the day. Uh, get the answers there in the Telegram group. I've also started to sprinkle it all over social media. So keep an eye out for that post. Weigh in with the comments. I will circle around, grab all the answers. We read them. I mix mine in. We talk about them uh, and get the general vibe from the discussion. And it's just a great little segment every morning. So if you want to participate, be sure to join the Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. Check out the pinned message for the uh, perfect cup question of the day or try to find them on any of those socials. Or if you hear the question, you're more than welcome to email me at info at the lotsproject.com. The perfect cup question of the day today is what life lesson did you learn the hard way? What life lesson did you learn the hard way? Josh, Josh puts a comment uh, in the, in the live chat here that uh, may not have been his answer to the perfect cup question of the day, but I think it is a life lesson that he learned the hard way. So I'm going to start with that one and then go into his actual answer. He says in the, in the comments, he may have bought some gas station coffee one hungover morning after sleeping in my car outside of an RV and really regretted it. <laughs> I don't know whose RV that was, and I don't know why you would have been hung over, um, but that just sounds like a miserable morning. <laughs> oh, my God. All my answers are gone. Oh, no. Are you serious? Oh, my gosh, guys. Hold on. What a bummer for a Monday morning. This little program has been giving me fits lately. It's worked so well for so many years for me, and now it's just giving me fits. I use a Post-it note program on the computer, and um, 
man, it's just been going sideways lately. So I don't know if I need to uninstall it and reinstall it or what. But I just copied all the answers over and they're gone. So I'm digging them up in the Telegram group as we speak. Luckily, there wasn't a bunch. Oh, I didn't post it over on socials yesterday since it was Sunday. Um, I just threw it in the Telegram group and it was late in the evening. But we got a lot of replies and I got them up here now. So woohoo! Here we go. Uh, other than Josh waking up hungover uh, outside an RV, let's see what else we got. Josh says, um, Josh says one, try most. Okay, so that re leads right into him having another one this morning. But he said the one he wanted to lay out there is nobody's ever going to love you more than your dog, and you'd be nuts to expect them to. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah, dogs, man. <laughs> I talk about them often, and I talk about them in uh, in both the most loving and the most hateful way there ever was. Corey and I were actually discussing this weekend or, or late last week that how bittersweet it will be um, towards end of life for these guys. Because love them to death, but holy God, what a... Um, what an undertaking it was getting them. So I totally agree. Uh, no one will ever love you as much as your dog and you should never even expect it. So um, Canadian farm says, says when your brain says, don't stand behind the person using the chainsaw to push the tree in the right direction. Now, when I read this last night, I, uh, I stopped for a second. I paused and uh, did some visualization and kind of chuckled. And then read his next message says, I got a love tap that could have been much worse. Oh, man. Yeah, that just that looks like a missing limb waiting to happen and not from the tree. Uh, Carson says, when the voice in your head says, don't marry that person, trust it. Carson, I agree. Um, I definitely agree. I think we both learned that uh, that lesson the hard way. Um, Rob says, Fix friction produces heat. He, he's burned, uh, burned my hands many times from stubborn bolts I had to cut loose. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That is one um, that I haven't learned yet. <laughs> I know it. I've been taught it many, many, many times, but still haven't learned it because I will, uh, I, <laughs> I'll crank one, some rusted seized up bolt out or, um, or some, you know, like three or four inch wood screw that you're you're peeling out of some pressure treated wood lumber, and by the time it comes out, it squeals and squeaks the whole way out, and it's almost smoking. It's so hot, and you just grab it, and then you have like the spiral marks on your fingertips for uh, for weeks. Um, let me see. Arlen says, "Don't eat the sugar free gummy bears." Get a whole comment on that one. There could be a variety of reasons for that. Um, Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher, says redheads, they're a hell of a drug. Hmm. Redheads. Hmm. Yeah. Haven't um, haven't really gone down that road, road a hell of a lot, but um, yeah, from what I understand. Perfect. Uh, let me see. Chris Dixon says um, yes. <laughs> Yes, he's he's learned plenty, plenty. Uh, that's just how he rolls. He goes for those hard life lessons. Um, he also says in reply to Josh's um, reply to Josh's 
answer about the dogs never loving you as much more than any never loving anyone more than a dog could um chris says here's a test lock your wife and your dog in the garage all day while you're at work and see who's happiest when you get home my wife would probably be tickled pink because she got to sit in the garage with the dog all day she'd be like oh can we do it again tomorrow i didn't have to do anything around here and i got to hang out with the dog so um in rare cases your test is invalid but uh the majority of them i'm sure it would uh, definitely figure out um who loves you more um <laughs> i'm sorry i haven't to scroll through the chat again um and the last one we're going to do for today is scrambling comes in with gravity is real all the time everywhere yes gravity gravity for sure is um gravity for sure <laughs> is real and it's not going anywhere it's not going anywhere uh we checked out a beautiful mind again this weekend is so it's just been on our playlist on amazon and one of my favorite uh one of my favorite scenes is when he's in college and he's talking to his um imaginary friend and um he flips his whole desk out the window and it lands and they're just standing there looking at it. And uh, he just goes, so Sir Isaac Newton was right. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> what a perfect statement after that. Anyway, anyway, those are some life lessons that the audience has learned the hard way over the years. I appreciate all the feedback over there on the Telegram chat. Like I said, I posted it late yesterday evening and did not pop around socials and get it all out there but the response was good enough if you want to check out the perfect cup tomorrow the question be sure like i said join that telegram group or keep an eye out on socials for the question posted every day leave a comment and get your answer heard if you like what you heard please share this with someone that might also enjoy it i appreciate it you can pop it around on your social media copy the link and email it to a friend or just word of mouth It'll all work. Otherwise, you can also go over to theperfectcup.shop. Check out all the premium air roasted coffee and all the coffee swag on uh, on the site there. Appreciate you listening. And now back to the full show. All right. All right. Let me see. Get caught up on these comments and then get over to that history segment. Um, morning, K-Bog. How are we doing? Uh, la, la, la. Kyle says, I'm lucky. I assume that is uh, that I haven't um, been infected or addicted to redhead chicks. Um, <laughs> Kyle says, that would depend if he tossed his kids in the garage, too, with the dog, uh, whether she'd be excited or not. Uh, and Josh says, if you toss them, remember, gravity is real. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, man. Monday, Monday, guys. Monday. It was a it was an interesting weekend. Corey and I really, um, really didn't do a whole lot. Uh, we spent a lot of time together. <clears throat> but I think she, after having a week off and then getting back to work, um, it was one of those recovery weekends and I, I was all for it. I was all for it. I was all for hanging out with her and not doing a whole hell of a lot. So 
mm, should have been a lot more productive, but I wasn't. Nah, life will go on. Life will go on for sure. So let's get over to that history segment for Monday. And um, yeah, here we go. On this day, in May 8th, May 8th, on this day in history, here we go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Tried to get this post-it note up. I'm glad this one is still here. It's the one that didn't go away. So um, I'm scanning it real quick to make sure it is the right one. Um, and now it's locked up. Holy shit. I, I don't know what is going on with this. Oh. I don't think it's going to let me scroll down through. Hold on, guys. I'm sorry. Um, Ryan prepared this up for me, so I am definitely going to I have to go grab it out of email and uh, read it from there because I'm not going to not read it because my shit's not working. All right, guys. All right. Now I'm on a totally different tab. So if the shit sees up, I have no idea. So we're just going to go for it. On this day in 1429, Joan of Arc lifts the uh, lifts the siege of Orleans, turning the tide of the Hundred Years' War. The siege of Orleans occurred during the Hundred Years' War, an inheritance dispute over the French throne between the ruling houses of France and England. In 1639, William, William Coddington founds Newport, Rhode Island. He accompanied, he accompanied the Winthrop fleet on its voyage to New England in 1630, becoming an early leader in Boston. There, he built the first brick house and became heavily involved in local government as an assistant magistrate, treasurer, and deputy. In 1886, pharmacist John Pemberton first sells a carbonated beverage named Coca-Cola as a pat patented medicine. He suffered from a saber wound sustained in April of 1865 during the Battle of Columbus. His efforts to control his chronic pain led to morphine addiction. He began to experiment with various painkillers and toxins. In the end, after development of an earlier beverage blending, in the end, after development of an earlier beverage blending alcohol and cocaine, this led to the recipe that later was adapted to make Coca-Cola. The guy gets stabbed by a sword and ends up making them one of the most popular soft drinks in history. Hey, Josh, thinking about making a drink this day in 1912, Paramount pictures is founded. Pips notes, much like the THX sound in the beginning of a movie. We all know those flying stars that circle the mountain by the lake side note, reading that section makes, <laughs> makes me sound like I'm tripping while camping in the mountains and seeing a group of UFOs. Yeah, yeah, the stirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this day in 1927, attempting to make the first nonstop transatlantic flight from Paris to New York, French war heroes Charles Nungasser and Francois Cali disappear after taking off aboard the White Bird biplane. The disappearance of um, Louis Blanc is considered one of the great mysteries in the history of aviation. Less than two weeks later, Charles Lindbergh made the first, made the New York to Paris journey in the spirit of St. Louis. Huh. I wonder. I wonder if there was any shenanigans going on there. Um, that was big deal. That was big deal stuff. Watching a lot of those documentaries and history segments about um, these transatlantic flights and different um, race to world records as uh technology evolves that was big shit man so i could see i could see some foul play going on there 
Anyway, this day, uh, the birthdays for today, May 8th in 1698, Henry Baker, who was an English naturalist, as a successful therapist of deaf people, Henry in 1744, he received the Copley Gold Medal for Microscopal Observations of on the Crystallization of Saline Particles. There we go. Uh, Pips notes, this dude noted the presence of Dinoflagentes, Jesus, Pip, for the first time as anim, anim, oh, I'm going to just not. It's the, it's the shit that glows in the ocean when you drive through the phosphorescence. Yeah, not today. Not on a Monday. Sorry. 1828, Henry Dunant, Swiss businessman and activist, co-founder, co-founded the Red Cross and uh, was a Nobel, Nobel Prize laureate. The first Nobel Prize, Peace Prizes ever awarded was shared between the Frenchman Frederick Passé and the Swiss Jean-Henry Dunant in 1901. In 1926, Don Rickles was born, American comedian and actor. I really like Don Rickles. His film roles included Run Silent, Run Deep from 1958 with Clark Gable, Carl Reiner's Enter Laughing in 1967, the Clint Eastwood-led Kelly's Heroes in 1970, and Martin Scorsese's Casino in 1995 with Robert De Niro. Don Rickles, man. Yeah. He was... Uh, he wouldn't have made it today, let's just say, as as would have um, not a lot of comedians from his era. In 1953, Alex Van Halen, Dutch-American drummer, the original drummer and co-founder of the rock band Van Halen. The band was formed in 1972 by Alex Van Halen and his younger brother, Eddie, under the name of Mammoth, before adding Michael Anthony and David Lee Roth in 1974 and changing rock and roll history forever and their name to Van Halen. There were some passings today. 2014, Roger L. Easton, American scientist and co-invented the GPS, along with Ivan A. Getting and Bradford Parkinson. Huh. Holidays, uh, World Red Cross Day and Red Crescent Day, celebrated from Jean Henry's birthday. And now that uh, I have realized that my English is horrible, my reading is horrible, my pronunciation is horrible, I have started publishing all of the written history notes from the history segment that is prepared by Ryan over at DuctionCups.com. I throw that into the daily blog post, blog post I'm doing for the episode. So if you want to read it and not have to take my word for the pronunciation, head on over to TheLostProject.com. And click on podcast, you will see all the latest episodes. Scroll to the bottom or just click that link. It'll drop you down to this day in history. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you very much for preparing that. And now we will get uh, get going. Bioluminescence. Yes. Bioluminescence. <laughs> Sound it out. Oh, man, let's, uh... <laughs> man, oh, man, they were, uh, these guys were just um, rocking back and forth in the comments here. I can't even catch up. I'm going to have to roll back through there and look later, but uh, it looks like they're just making fun of me because I can't, uh, I can't pronounce shit. 
So anyway, anyway, it is Monday. And uh, what that means is I had the patch of the week poll running over the weekend. I, uh, I tallied all the votes this morning when I got up. It was very close again, very close again. We did have a split decision between uh, Telegram and Noster. Uh, that's where I was running two polls. I uh, We got another almost 6,000 Satoshis to head over into the, into the, <laughs> putting it into the kitty for, uh, for getting a patch of the month club. Actually, two patch of the month clubs from Toolman Tim. We're going to give them away when we get that kitty up to uh, $100 worth of Bitcoin. So that's either by accumulating stats, sats, or the price of Bitcoin going up. Uh, it's all just hanging out there in a wallet by itself. And when it says it's $100, away we go, away we go. But we had the poll. Uh, the three choices this week were built like a brick shithouse. Uh, two is one, one is none, and three is for me. And uh, what was the third one this week? <laughs> Scroll here real quick. I can't remember what the third one was. Oh, oh yeah. Can I can I drink that fuel with a bottle of moonshine? The voting was tight. Uh, I, I suggested that you do like they do in the U.S. and vote early, vote often. Um, yeah, it was tight. It was tight. Over on Telegram, we had the winner of... Uh, over on Telegram, the winner was, by a slim margin, built like a brick shithouse. And then over on Noster, I was looking at the results and uh, waited for Satoshi's, waited for Satoshi's um, cast and uh, and the votes given. We had a winner. We had a winner. It was a split decision. It went to the judges. The judges ruled because of the waiting of the voting system. The winner this week was. One is. Two is, oh man, damn light. Hold on. I'll see if you can even see it if I turn the light off. This damn light and trying to show shit to the camera. Nope, probably can't see it now. Two is one, one is none, three is for me. Or no, excuse me, three is a guarantee, not three is me. Excuse me. The saying can be said so many ways, so many times, like Christmas again. But there it is. Two is one, one is none, three is guarantee is the patch of the week for uh, the Toolman Tim. I will get that straightened out. It's going to bother the shit out of me this whole episode if I don't. Um, but anyway, if you would like to participate or you would like to uh, throw in for the, the giveaway of the patch two patch of the month club uh, subscriptions, you can uh, you can zap or uh, shoot lightning to patch of the week sats patch of the week patch of the week sats i'm sorry guys i'm wholly not prepared this morning as i told you we um we had uh we hung out a little bit uh this weekend and didn't do a whole lot so i had a bunch of stuff i wanted to prep and it didn't happen i think my computer shut down last night is what happened here and everything ended up um everything ended up clearing out the more I the more I click around, like all of my stuff is signed out. I think my computer just did an auto update, which is always awesome. Always awesome when that happens. Uh, Josh says tight as a floken wallet. 
I might have been a little cranky yesterday morning um, during coffee, and I may or may not have um, um, spammed up the float NFT and token Telegram chat with a bunch of memes with my dissatisfaction of their my dissatisfaction of their communication about their uh, their tokens that they promised. Hmm. Maybe have fun with it. Maybe have fun with it. Oh, anyway, that is the that is the patch of the week, and um, I can't find the address right here, right at the moment, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was. Uh, it is a. Um, it's a rough morning. It's a rough morning. I promise I'll do better tomorrow. I promise I will do better tomorrow. Uh, K-Bong says, yeah, I love them. Auto updates. Thanks, Mr. Gates. Yeah, it's um, it's it's weird because everything is open that I had open, but um, some of the programs that were open aren't quite open the way they were. Yeah, so whatever, whatever. Anyway, let's get on to the topics for today. Let's get on. Um, tonight, I have... Monday night, Monday night, usually doing a live uh, interview for lots to talk about. And tonight it's going to be a very special one. I got uh, I got Toolman Tim coming on. We have a lot of big announcements to to, to talk about, to discuss, to announce, to launch, uh, whatever you want to call it. But we have stuff going on on our own. We have some stuff we're working on together. We're just going to bullshit for an hour. We might have some other guests dropping by to talk about some things. Not sure, not confirmed on those. But it was an open night on the schedule, and I talked to Tim, and we have some things in the works that we figured it would have been a good day to just get together and uh, and let's talk. And so we're going to bullshit. We're going to bullshit. And I told him, come on. Hey, man, you can pump all your stuff on my show. I'm happy to talk about it. And uh, if you don't mind hanging out while I uh, announce some stuff that doesn't really have anything to do with you, but we have plenty to talk about uh, with things that have to do with uh with our stuff together and uh we talked to him. i mean i just saw him i just saw him uh, a couple weeks ago and got to hang out for a couple days so it's nice to talk it's nice to kind of recap with um when you get to hang out in person with people so we're gonna have tim on tonight and um yeah 6 p.m central 6 p.m central over on youtube you can catch it on youtube and all the normal places that the show airs it should be a fun one for sure. It should definitely be a fun one. So what did we do this weekend? Um, topics of the day. Um, um, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh man. Man, sorry. I was just reading some of these comments. These guys are uh, definitely, definitely um, moving a lot faster than me this morning, for sure. Anyway, this weekend, Corey and I, like I said, didn't do a whole lot. We didn't do a whole lot. One of the things we did do is we got out on the town. We were going to go over to Tim's property and uh, and work for a little bit um, Saturday morning. But by the time we were getting going, it was... Um, 
it was already hot and humid and that wasn't a big deal for us but we were really undecided with what we wanted to do with the dogs we knew we couldn't take them with us we didn't know how long we were going to be there and we weren't sure how hot it was going to get in the camper when we leave we have to shut up the majority of the windows in in the trailer so that they can't just jump out or stick their heads straight out the window so it doesn't get a whole lot of breeze in here we didn't want to turn the air on and rely on it because we hadn't run it in so long that weren't really confident and so we decided not to go we didn't go all the way to tim's but we wanted to get out of the camper and go drive around a little bit um and um weren't really sure what we wanted to do we had to go get some groceries and uh poke around poke around so they um so so the where we are is right on the tennessee river like it is uh one of the main places like where you launch your boat um there's a nice big boat launch but we hadn't been there yet I had seen signs for it. I had heard people talk about it. When I'm at the gas station, you see, um, you see uh, tons of boats, jet skis, all sorts of stuff. I'm like, okay, so we should probably go check out this boat launch, see what it is. Um, river boat launches where I'm at is, um, they basically are mud, mud uh, mud slopes that you back your back your back your uh, your boat trailer in or whatever you're launching. Uh, most of the lake boat launches that uh, I used in Minnesota were smaller. If they were concrete, they were smaller, little parking area, little boat launch in. I was just curious what they did down here. This is a river. Um, come to find out, rivers are the lakes of Tennessee, like. Um, yeah, this is a totally different world down here as far as as far as boating and access and things like that. So we went down. Um, we I looked at the map, didn't look real close. Uh, like I, I've mentioned a bunch of times, we don't have very good service here when we get away from the trailer. So once you leave, um, it's hit or miss if you're going to have GPS. So I just looked at the map. It was. Um, it, it was like four miles from here. And I was like, okay, well, we just go down here. I found the gas station as a landmark. The map was turned the wrong way. So I was like, hey, we turn at the gas station, just go down this road. Basically run into it is what it looked like. So we go down. Uh, we needed to stop at the gas station anyway. So we, we go back and we were going to stop on our way back by to go get groceries. So go down this road, get to a T, saw some really cool old um, water towers that are still in town. It doesn't look like they're still in use, but there's two next to each other. I really want to get over and get some uh, photos of them because they it, they look pretty cool. Uh, I can imagine if the, if the sunset or the sunrise or the clouds or something around them, it would be some, some stunning, um, stunning pictures. <coughs> anyway, so we keep going. I'm like, ah, this doesn't really look like it, but maybe if we go off to the right here, I was trying to picture the map again in my head. We obviously had gone the wrong way, but I was like, ah, let's go. So we turned down this, this, uh, road. Uh, it wasn't a dirt road, but it wasn't very populated. There are none of them around here very are. And as we're driving or down the road, we're looking and seeing like campers on little, um, 
it looks like little cutout properties. They have fresh cut in driveways. They got a camper. Got, it looked like somebody was building a small house. Um, and I'm like, these look like new development. What's going on here? Corey's looking at them. She's agreeing too. And um, we keep looking. We keep looking. We keep going. And then there's another big old uh, look like fresh cut in that went way back. Um, more like an easement road than a driveway. And it had a bunch of new cut-in driveways coming off of it. You could see down. And I'm like, huh, looks like somebody's developing this area. As we go down, uh, we took a turn. We wanted to turn around because we knew we were obviously going the wrong way. And we wanted to go check out the boat launch. So we turned around, come back to a T to turn back to go where we were, we were coming from. And there's a sign in front. And it says, lots. No shit, just lots. L-O-T-S. Corey's like, your sign. <laughs> and I didn't grab my phone and take it out. I'm sure I'll be able to make my way back there at some point in the near future and get the sign. But she's like, oh, they're telling you where you need to go. I'm like, eh, eh. but in marker on a sign, no phone number, no name, no contact, nothing. It was just an arrow that said lots. <laughs> so as we were driving by, um, we're like, hey, we should see how much they are or uh, what the deal is uh and as we're driving by Corey's like hey you want to go talk to that guy and as i'm as i'm looking over i'm about ready to say yeah pull in and i'll uh, i'll see and before i could get the words out of my mouth i look over and the dude had like a captain's hat on like the sailing white uh love boat you know, love boat, the hat that he has under his uh, under his arm and he takes it off and he puts it on the old school captain's hat. That's what he had on. And instead of the words, yeah, go ahead, pull in and let me talk to him come out of my mouth. No, nah, I'll uh, I'll talk to some people at the gas station and see if they have any info was what actually came out of my mouth. So, yeah, nobody at the gas station that day had any idea what I was talking about, but. I didn't want to talk to the guy in the captain's hat. Well, at least not that day. Probably go back and talk to him at some point. But some lots for sale right here in town. Right here in town. I'm not sure. Have no idea on cost, size, um, restrictions, if they are um, putting them all on top of each other or what the deal is. But, hey, might as well check it out. Definitely looked like, definitely looked like they were... Um, at least some of them were like-minded people just by the, the construction techniques and, um, the things that were laid out, uh, gardens and chickens and things of that nature. So I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, definitely could, um, definitely could come up with some stuff to do with a piece of property here in this town for sure. For sure. So that was that, and uh, we came back to the gas station, and we went in, and we were getting some stuff, and we got some fuel, and we said, hey, where is this boat launch? Where is the boat launch here in town, since town is basically a... No, there are no stop signs, are there? Not on Main Street, just on the crossways. <laughs> There's no stop signs. Well, there is one, we found out. Uh, and so we were talking to the locals in the in the gas station, and we said, "Hey, where is this?"
and uh there we go there we go it looks like we're back and uh so she said just go down this road um and be sure at the flashing light you take a right into the parking lot otherwise you'll drive into the river like what she's like oh no 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 we have had people drive straight into the river uh she's like there's big signs caution uh tennessee river ahead they had to put it in a flashing light and stop signs and all sorts of stuff because people have driven into the river and i'm thinking to myself okay, this has got to be like just a little single lane dirt road that people are going down. There's no light and it's out of the way and they get down there by accident and they just keep going. They miss the signs or whatever. We drove down there. It is like a park. It is like a huge park. There's an enormous parking lot. You probably actually there's two sections of the parking lot. There's a, a section for boat trailer parking with long parking spots. And then there's a whole section. You could probably put uh, 50 or 60 vehicles in. Uh, probably put in at least a dozen trucks with with uh, boat trailers. A two lane, probably three lane wide boat ramp that you can back down into the river a floating dock that's hinged for uh, rise and fall the level of the, the river. It is enormous. And for someone to drive into the river here, I don't want to be passing them on the road. If they're not paying attention enough while they're driving to drive into the fucking river off of this, they shouldn't have a license. Honestly, I don't care if there's a flashing light um, a goddamn barrier or what, or no sign at all. It is blatantly obvious you are driving into the river. K-Bong says, check the, check the cork board of the gas station. Yeah. Um, yeah, the person I asked there. So <laughs> I've been here long enough that I know the employees at the gas station. I know who owns it. I know the owner's wife. I know the two employees that I run into most often. And then this, uh, this person was, eh, I'm not really the person I would ask. I also know some of the regular customers that are there all the time that uh, probably know more than the employees, but yes, yes. Uh, the cork board at the gas station is definitely someplace to check. Um, it is my go-to uh, trying to feel out the area when I'm in a new area. <sighs> Robin says maybe they didn't have a license. It could have been suspended. Um, they shouldn't have been able able to own a car. Uh, if you saw if you saw what they would have to do to drive into the fucking river, people are dumb. I'm sure their GPS told them to go straight. <laughs> oh man, little update on uh, on our friends here with the uh, the baby heads in the tree and the signs in the front yard um i can see i can see their issue with the bar across the street i mean well let's put it this way if the bar was there first i have no i have i don't feel sorry for him at all if the bar was put in after i could see where they'd be a little irritated i could see where they'd be a little irritated um it's loud on uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. 
it's loud, especially when uh, closing time comes. It uh, they they seem to attract a large uh, a large contingent of motorcycle riders, of um, guys that, that drive muscle cars that like to uh, rev them up. Um, big old diesel trucks and things of that nature. Yes, rednecks and bikers. Um, and it's loud. Uh, they it seems it appears that the bar. I have yet to go to the bar there yet. Um, and uh, and discuss the people across the street. I am going to cu- get to the bottom of this before we leave this area. But um, it gets loud. It gets loud. I imagine they close around ten. I, uh, is my suspicion because all of a sudden at ten the music gets really loud outside and all the engines fire up and all they all fire up and they all take off. After a while, after a while, it's usually like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I can see where that would get aggravating. But we did notice something new in the yard. And this is making me wonder if this is an ongoing issue, if this is a new, uh, a new evolving issue in real time. Is I think there's been an update to the front of um, the front yard, the front yard decorations. Uh, it appears that we had had a stalker situation. I think I mentioned that before. I had seen that one. Uh, basically, it's got a really um, intricate Halloween decoration hanging upside down by its ankles, by chains, saying this is what happens to stalkers. Um, there's also other... It's it's um, mm, it's It's interesting. But yesterday I noticed or this weekend, I noticed um, they have now installed a security camera with motion sensor lights on a post in the middle of the front yard. Not even the middle of the front yard. In the middle of the front yard, right next to the street. I am curious if they had some um, some interested parties across the street that may have, may or may not have been inebriated coming over to check out their uh, their lawn art. And they may have had to install a security camera, but it is like your globed security camera. Like you see outside of business, um, it is on a brand new four by four post right in the front with motion activated lights on either side of the post. I'm kind of impressed. I'm kind of impressed. I don't know if it's active. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's a decoy, but I noticed it. It's not hard to notice. It is front and center. Uh, it, the, the placement makes me feel like it may be a deterrent more than active. But you never know. They have baby heads hanging in their trees. The baby heads in their trees. Yeah, K-Bonk. I, uh, my gut feeling is it's, uh, is it's a fake. But the crazy at this house, um, I don't know. I don't know. It could be real for sure. It could definitely be free. Uh. <laughs> Live on Tennessee Nut TV. Be sure to tune in to hear about the antics of the religious fanatics that live across from the bar. Backwood Butcher says, some tall dude and his wife keep trying to touch our baby heads. 
I gotta get I gotta get to the bottom of this. And I don't know, I don't know if the the more appropriate route will be to uh, start at the bar and discuss it with the bar owner, employees, or patrons, or to knock on their door. Oof, it's scary. Um, but I do, I do see from where we where we stay. If I look over at the back of their house, um, I see a gentleman out there smoking cigarettes often and walking the dog. I think he's walking the dog um, quite often while he has a cigarette. But um, I'm thinking I might uh, might at some point just have to wander over and be like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm staying over here just uh, meeting the neighbors. Um, what you got going on in the front there? <laughs> I mean, um uh robin says ask at the gas station the gas station's quite a bit away um different part of town (laughs) different part of town uh yeah i don't know they probably know in the gas station but uh i kind of want to hear it from the horse's mouth the people involved Josh says he's serious. We need to record this. Um, we need to know 20 minute interview with the baby head people on their side and 20 minutes with the bar owner. Um, <laughs> oh no. I do think this could be a uh, interesting saga uh, to play out while we stay here. Uh, I just have to figure out the best and safest way to discover this. Uh, Kyle, I don't think yours is the most, um, the most neighborly. Uh, Kyle says, I think you need to buy a round of shots five minutes before closing time and get everyone to charge the yard like Sparta. Maybe after the interviews are done, um, we can spark the war off. But if I'm going to want to get content, I'm going to have to play the game for sure. Anyway, anyway, that's uh, that's kind of the weekend in a nutshell. Um, I got stung in the toe by a bee, and that is, um, yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to pause on that one till tomorrow to see. Uh, I thought I got the stinger out yesterday. This morning it's not feeling the best, so I might have to do a little bit more of exploratory surgery on my own toe. Um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow among other things. Be sure to check out, um, be sure to check out Toolman Tim tonight on, uh, lots to talk about. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about for sure. A lot of announcements and a lot of cool things coming out. Item of the day today is the Jabra Active Elite 75 T's. My eyes popped open uh, when I was checking the link today. Um, When I was checking the link for this morning's show, and I pulled up the Jabra 75 Elite, Jabra Active Elite 75 Tees, and I saw that they were $60. I I was shocked. I was shocked. Uh, I do realize that I've had these for years now. Um, this, we bought this in the height of COVID when we lived in Minnesota. Um, so yeah, a couple of years, a couple of years now. Uh, but they were, uh, $170 at that point. 
uh, they're still fantastic. I, I think I would have paid, I would have contemplated paying $170 again for them if, uh, if I lost them. So to see them at 60 bucks, Hey, you know what my recommendation recommendation is? They are a Bluetooth set of earbuds. They're similar to iPod, iPods, iPods, AirPods, whatever they are, uh, or any other Bluetooth. Uh, what I liked about them is they are made to withstand sweat, cold temperature, hot temperature. They're made for working out. They're made for being active. The people at the store, when I was talking about to them about which ones to get, um, told me you could go swimming in them. That the Jabra rep had been into the store and said that you could take, you could jump in a pool with these, swim with them, and they would be fine. I haven't done it. I haven't tried it, but they have held up to all the sweat in my ears in the middle of the summer working, uh, working outside. They have also held up to the cold weather of Minnesota in my ear in the winter. So they're tough. They're tough as nails, and um, I love them. So to see them at 60 bucks, that's great. You can check them out today. There is a, uh, a link to them on Amazon in the video and the audio notes. Also, a link to my review over on the website. Check them out today, the Jabra Active Elite 75T. And if you don't need any Bluetooth headphones, uh, click that link if you got to do any shopping on Amazon today. As long as you click that link and get us into the tracking, we get a little kickback on everything you buy. We don't see what you buy, uh, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. It's just a simple and free way to help support The Lost Project. We appreciate it greatly. We appreciate it greatly. Other... Um, <sighs> Justice put some comfrey on it. And then Kyle, with a fun fact this morning to end the show, if you get stung on the penis, it stays swollen. It stays the swollen size. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks. And you know what Jack Spierko always says? Just because you can stick your dick in a honey in a in a beehive doesn't mean you should. All right, guys, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelostproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and we will catch up with you tomorrow. <laughs>